This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and Happy New Year. This is Finding Your Bliss, a show that helps you find and follow your bliss. I'm Judy Liebrach, and I can't believe that it's 2020. I hope you all had a fantastic holiday season and a wonderful New Year's. Today, we're going to dive right in and start off the year on a positive and motivational note with our show on food, fitness, and finding your bliss. Today on the show, we have celebrated author and nutritional guru, Julie Daniluk, telling us all about meals that heal inflammation, detoxing, and meals that help you detox. Also, fitness trainer to the Rolling Stones and the Toronto Blue Jays and the creator of the Pilatesize workout routine, Haley Borden, will be here. But first, for those of you who don't know this about me, I'm a life coach And I believe wholeheartedly in life coaching, especially around this time of year when we have a chance for a fresh new start and new beginnings. I met up with personal development coach Jenny Triansky, who has a breath of fresh air, for some tips on how to start 2020 off on the right foot. Here's that interview now. Jenny Triansky is a personal development coach who works with clients all over North America. She coaches by phone, video, or in person, and the bulk of her coaching is one-on-one, but she's also started to delve into workshops and speaking engagements. She is a writer as well and has started writing articles on LinkedIn. She is also known for helping highly critical people find self-worth and confidence by getting out of their own way. She's here today to talk about New Year's resolutions, or maybe instead we should call it solutions and thoughts on how to have a more happy, blissful, and peaceful 2020 with more self-care and love for yourself and for others. Jenny, welcome. Hi, thank you. Great to have you here today. I know you're not a big believer in New Year's resolutions, but what do you believe about using the new year as an opportunity to start fresh and anew? I'll tell you the reason why I don't believe in the concept of New Year's resolutions. We can we can make promises to ourselves anytime. We can make changes in our life at any time. I do I just don't like when people set themselves up for failure. So New Year's resolutions, as long as you're doing them the right way, and the right way is always what's right for you. It's not what's right for anyone else. You have to get really honest about what is right for you. If you're setting yourself up to do it properly in a, according to what's right for you, I think you do it in the new year. It's a fresh new start. It's a it's a new it's a new season, a new time, um, and it is a time of year when everybody's kind of getting on board with how they want the year to unfold. Uh, I just be careful not to set yourself up for failure. And Absolutely. so I think you need to get honest about what is it that you want for yourself. And what I like to do is start with looking at the year behind me. What was not serving me? What was not serving me through the year? What am I ready to let go of? What promises do I want to make to myself? That's wonderful. So a great way to start is even just to ask what changes you want to make in the new year. What didn't work last year? That's a fantastic place to start. You also talk a lot about getting honest about your why. What do you mean by that? Yeah, for lasting change to take place, it has to be meaningful to you. Again, like turning inward to yourself, not what your mother thinks, not what your husband thinks. It needs to be what, why am I doing this? What's the real reason underneath? 
why do I want to lose weight? Is it to fit into a pair of jeans or is it because I don't like how I looked in that picture from from Christmas? It has to be a reason that is meaningful. For me this year, getting healthy is about protecting my heart. It's about living a long life. It's about having a new relationship to my body and the way that I feel inside my body. And you can already see the difference there, like just that slight change in uh, in intention and perception. It just, it empowers you and it makes it more meaningful. You have a wonderful solution and suggestion about how to approach something like a diet and how to stay motivated. But it all begins not by going on that other diet and saying, okay, this year I'm going to do intermittent fasting or this year I'm going to try the Mediterranean diet. But you have to go back to the source and create a mantra or something that's going to actually really plug you into where you want to be, actually get you into the right place before you even start the actual diet per se. Can you tell me more about this mantra idea or this thing that's personal and custom made only for you? Yeah, I think when we're talking about a mantra or like sort of coming up with a meaningful phrase, it's not about live your best life or, you know, (laughs) you can do it because those things, again, I believe they could set you up for failure. You need to find something that is truly resonant and meaningful to you. So for me, again, this year, Heart rate up. Get my heart rate up. Feel my heart beating in my chest. That's how I'm going to know that I'm successful. That's my first step to getting to the goal that I want, which is getting healthy, right? And you and I were having a conversation (laughs) off air about how visioning how you want it to be. When you reach your goal, what's it going to be like? And for you, you you mentioned being on your purple yoga mat and being in your body and feeling light and feeling good about how about your body and feeling that it's just my body and none of the extra excess weight and somehow being on that yoga mat takes me right to that place absolutely so for you it's not judy you can do it it's purple yoga mat (laughs) i love purple yoga mat right when you say it you know the meaning behind it you know the feeling that the meaningful feeling in your body that you are going to reach by working hard to reach that goal absolutely and how can we help listeners Find their meaningful phrase or their meaningful mantra. Yeah, I think it, again, it goes back to the why. Whether you want to commit to talking to a friend, to your partner, to an accountability partner about not just what the goal is, but the why behind it. And also, who do you need to be? What do you need to say yes to? What do you need to say no to? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to let go of? In the coming year. Absolutely. You also talk about taking baby steps. And I love that because I always say to my clients as a life coach, you can't always look at things as the big beluga. It's overwhelming. You can't say to someone, I'm going to write the whole book. You have to start with maybe a page a day and think about it. 365 days of the year, a page a day, your book is done within a year. Tell me more about your philosophy on taking baby steps. Yeah, for me... I think everything worth doing in life is about taking it in baby steps and small steps, opening one little door and then another little door. And you kind of you you're on you're along for the journey. Right. And if you look at anything in a big, overwhelming way, you might be struck with fear. You know, that's what happened to me when I I was switching careers. It was this big, scary thing. But if I when I focused on the end goal, it was too big. It was too scary. When I focused on what little step do I have to take first? and sort of approached it in small steps, everything unfolded. You figure it out as you go. I really believe there is a way for every single one of us to tackle anything, but you have to find your way. Yes, You can't do it the same way that everybody else does it. You need to find your way. Absolutely. And even when it comes to goals, right? You can, if there is, you could take bits and pieces from, you know, if if intermittent fasting or a different kind of diet has something about it that really connects with you and you think, hey, I could really get behind that, try it. 
right? Absolutely. But if it doesn't work, don't call yourself a failure and call it a day. Absolutely. Find your way. Find a new way. And one of the things speaking about your way is you've got to get out of your own way. And you're a very big believer in, I'm going to say, eradicating the inner critic or looking at the inner critic and staring it down and and dismissing it because the inner critic does get in your way. What are your feelings about the the gremlin, as it yeah, were? Yeah, I have um, a very unique relationship with with my own <laughs> inner critic and when I, and working with clients. I don't believe in eradicating it. That's not realistic. We're human beings, right? Our our inner critic, that voice in our heads that tells us, you know, why we're not good enough and has all the reasons and the evidence why things haven't worked in the past. That is a part of us. We all have that part, right? And to pretend it's not there and or eradicate it is not realistic. So work with it. Know that it's there. Understand why it's there. Usually it's there to help keep us safe, right? To help keep us in the safe zone. Because the unknown is scary, right? It can be very overwhelming and scary. But when we can actually let it speak, hear what it has to say, right? Oftentimes we walk around and we hold the stuff in and we push it down and it and it consumes us. But if you actually let it speak, hear what it says, you know, if, if it's telling you, you'll, you'll never lose the weight. You've never been able to do it before. You're lazy, right? All those things that we that our voices inside right. our heads can be very cruel. But when you actually hear what it says, you can even write it down. You can, again, Say it out loud to another person. It doesn't necessarily have to be a coach or a therapist. You can kind of enroll someone in your life to be your person that you can just get it out, get it out of yourself. Or you, or you can hire a life coach like Jenny Triansky because <laughs> she's fantastic at this. But I have a question. If Let's say you're saying, I've never been able to do it before. That's the inner critic speaking. Yeah. How can you combat that phrase with something positive that might give you that motivation yeah. and that energy and positivity to go forward? Well, one good technique that I like to use is when you do actually, you know, write it down and get all that stuff out, all the evidence that your inner critic has Mm -hmm. against you, ask your most trusted person in your life who loves you unconditionally. It could be, could be your partner. It could be your sister. It could be whoever it is. Show them what you wrote. Ask them what they would say to that inner critic, the person who believes in you. They would never collaborate with your inner critic thoughts. They would probably come back with all the evidence why you can do it. Or all, all the ways you're all strong. The things, right, proving all the things you've done in your past that prove that you can do anything, that you can combat it because you've been able to combat so many things in your past before successfully. Yeah, and we need to talk to ourselves in that same way. So it's almost like using, finding your own voice, a different voice than the inner critic voice, introduce a new one, right? That that sounds a lot like your best friend or the your most trusted loved one. We need to talk to ourselves like that. That's right. And that's a choice, right? You can choose to listen to that inner critic part of yourself, or you can choose to actually awaken and listen to a more empowered part that knows what you're capable of. That's right. Or how would you talk to a young child, your own child? If you took your own child by the hand of the child in you, you would never talk like that. You would never say you can't do it (laughs) to your child, to your son or your daughter in a million years. You'd say, of course you can do it. We've done things in the past. We're going to do it again. And Isn't self-love a big part of this as well? When you utilize self-love, you can really deal with any kind of failure or disappointment. In fact, you even believe in embracing and welcoming failures because that's where we learn the most. Absolutely. Most of my work with one-on-one clients comes down to self-worth and self-love. You have to believe and know that you are worthy of doing the hard work. Like Not only that you're capable, but you're actually worthy. You're worthy of putting the focus on yourself. You're worthy of putting yourself on your priority list. You're worthy of doing the hard things to improve your life, right? And I I always like to think about the, the me in the future. 
what will I look back on and be proud of? What will I be grateful that I actually tackled in honor of a healthy, happy future? So yeah, I think when it comes to failure, failure really is part of the process, right? It's part of the learning process. So when you can embrace failure and actually expect it, right? Like expect it to be there when you're trying something new or when you're trying a new approach to something that you haven't tried before. When failure happens, if you can actually flip it in your brain and say, great, I failed. That I know I'm right on track. It's a learning, right? It's not a failure. It's a learning. What have I learned from it? What am I taking forward? What next? How Absolutely. am I going to try? I'll try something ne- something different next time. Absolutely. Jack Henfield said in our interview with him that he had 143 rejections of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series wow. and books. Wow. And he said a lot of people don't make it because they're just about to make it and they give up. But if they had kept going and he waited for that, he, he didn't want to have the 144th rejection. He finally got the acceptance. And of course, you know, the rest is history. One of the most, I've been on the bestseller list for many, many years. Don't try the same thing you've always tried and then prove to yourself that you're a failure. Try it, try it differently. Try a different way. Try on a new perspective, a more empowered perspective, a different way of looking at it, a different way of embracing it. You created a wonderful list, Jenny, for your 40th birthday of 40 things that you've learned as a person and as a coach. And I love them. Do any come to mind, any top ones? Because there were many that I was loving. Thank you. Um, That was sort of a birthday gift to myself. (laughs) And I really sat for a few weeks and uh, came up with 40 things that are so meaningful to me that I truly learned from my own personal experience. And one of the big ones for me, um, which actually is a bit of a personal mantra, is stay in your own lane. The meaning behind that for me is I know that when I compare myself to other people, that's the death of me, mm-hmm. right? That's when I am gripped by fear. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm I'm not doing things like other people. But when I can actually stay in my own lane, remember what's important to me, what my values are, where I'm going in life, how I want to approach it, how I want to do it, right and wrong according to me, not according to anyone else. We are capable of so much more than we think, you say, and our thoughts are more powerful than we've been thought. Yeah, I wish taught. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I wish we were. I wish we were taught when we were young. And I am trying to teach my daughter as I'm raising her that the way we talk to ourselves, our thoughts really, really matter, right? And they they manifest in life. And the way that we, the intentions that we set behind our actions, like again, if you're trying to lose weight and it's coming from a place of um, berating yourself, you're not good enough. You're fat. You're ugly that's not a good way to set yourself up for success, right? But if you get clear about your intention, I want to feel healthy, I want to feel good, I want to live a long life, that feels a lot more doable. I love also when you say going with the flow is the surest way to find peace rather than living with constant tight resistance. What do you mean? Yeah, this has been a game changer for me in my life. Um, For the first 39 years of my life, uh, I was living my life tight. And even as I say it, I feel my my fists come together. It, I felt that I was always in resistant mode. Um, I, I wasn't able to go with the flow, especially life as a TV producer. You know, it was um, always fires being put out. And I wish I would have been able to have more of a go with the flow approach because I think things would have been easier nice. um, instead of fighting it all the time and sort of being angry all the time that things didn't work out exactly as I planned. There's a bit of perfectionism, too, that I had to overcome there. Um, but when I'm able to go with the flow, and I like to say now pivot with ease, right? When something comes up, pivot with ease and like everything feels better and th- life tends to flow a little bit better. And, and so do I. 
That's a lovely image. Pivot with ease. Mm. That's so wonderful. Fearlessness doesn't exist. Fear is real. Being brave enough to let yourself feel the fear and do the thing anyway. I know we talked about this a bit because it matters. What matters to you is the goal. And you wrote a piece in LinkedIn. How can people, if they go to Jenny Triansky, spelled J-E-N-N-Y, T-R-Y-A-N-S-K-Y, they can read this piece that you wrote. What is it about? Well, I kind of coined a new term. Um, I'm calling it fear blazing. It's kind of like trailblazing. If you're blazing a trail, you know that the trail is rocky, right? And there's ups and downs and you don't pretend that that's not the way, but you blaze through the trail. And that's how I feel about fear. I think fearlessness is a lie. We're human. We feel fear. It's a real emotion, right? And especially with the unknown. So I, I'm a true big believer in letting yourself feel the fear. Be honest about what you're scared of. Feel it in your body. Uh, when I'm having a day where I am gripped by fear, I, I put my hand on my heart mm. and I really feel into it. And I, I admit I'm not feeling strong today. I feel scared. And I, I get honest about what I'm scared about. And then I know, I know that to, like today is a day I'm going to allow myself to feel what I feel. And it always shifts. It always shifts. And when it's important enough and it's connected to something that I know is very meaningful to me, I blaze through it. That's right? Great. You do it anyway. What is sheer bliss for Jenny Transky? Hmm. Connection. Honestly, con- connection. And that's why I am doing what I do now. When I am truly connecting with another human being in that very deep, meaningful heart place, that is bliss. Whether it is with my husband, my child, or my clients, or friends, when you're seeing another human being and you felt truly, you feel yourself truly um, seen, truly heard. Acknowledged. Acknowledged. When, when that's happening between two people, there is nothing more blissful. I think your clients are very lucky. How can people get in touch with you if they want to work with you as a coach? Thank you very much. Um, well, I always I always do an exploration call with uh, potential clients first to see if we're a good fit. I believe the chemistry is huge. People can send me an email, jennytriansky at gmail.com. They can follow my Facebook page, which is uh, Jenny Triansky Personal Development Coaching. You can search that on Facebook. But send me an email and let's set up a call and let's chat. That's the best way to start. Nothing makes me feel more fulfilled than helping another human being deeply explore themselves, love themselves, understand who they really are and own, like own their uniqueness. I think that's a really big piece and it keeps coming up, but it's what I really believe. Own who you are. Don't worry about everybody else. Worry about yourself. That's what I tell my daughter all the time. Worry about your own self. But to help somebody else really feel into who they want to become, what version of themselves they they want to become, and to help them see that they're capable of it, there's nothing better. I'm going to think about you when I get on my purple yoga mat this week. <laughs> Absolutely. And enjoy. And, and when you are on that purple yoga mat, let yourself remember and feel into that feeling that you know is possible if you stick with your goal. That's so fantastic. Will you come back again and be on our program? Because we would love to have you on again. I would absolutely love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us, Jenny Triansky. Thank you. We are going to a short commercial break. And when we come back, we'll be joined by nutritionist, television host, and the celebrated author of Meals That Heal Inflammation and Hot Detox. And she will give us some great tips on how to have a happy and healthy 2020 with delicious food good nutrition, and the ability to make healing foods taste great. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. 
Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer AM 740, FM 96.7. And we are here with nutritionist, TV host, and best-selling and award-winning author, Julie Danilek, who has written many books, such as Meals That Heal Inflammation. I want to just get a shot here. So there's Meals That Heal Inflammation, which is a wonderful book. And as well, Slimming Meals That Heal. And her latest book, which is called Hot Detox, I love that title, so fantastic, that's Hot Detox, and it was on the Canadian bestsellers list for 11 weeks in 2017, and it's already in its second printing. Julie hosts Healthy Gourmet, a reality cooking show that looks at the ongoing battle between taste and nutrition. The show is aired in 78 countries worldwide on the Oprah Winfrey Network, and Julie has appeared on hundreds of television and radio shows, including The Dr. Oz Show. She is going into her eighth season as the resident expert for The Marilyn Dennis Show, and she's also a regular contributor of Evolve with John Edward. She is also the recipient of the Canadian Health Food Association Industry Achievement Award and the Gourmand World Cookbook Award for Best Health and Nutrition Book. If you want more information on any of Julie's books or anything about Julie, you can go to juliedanilak.com and that's J-U-L-I-E-D-A-N-I-L-U-K dot com. Julie, welcome to Finding Your Bliss and Happy New Year. Oh, it's so wonderful to be with you, Judy. You're just such a positive light that you just, I'm a moth to the flame. (laughs) Thank you. I feel the same way about you. Thank thank you you so much. Julie, we talked many years ago on another show about some of this stuff. It's evolved even more. Yes. How did this all begin for you? I know you spent years coping with inflammation and pain and finally decided to do something about it. What is your personal story? What happened? Well, I went to Thailand on a trip around the world and unfortunately ate the wrong pad thai and it nearly killed me. I actually came down with a horrific case of food poisoning and I didn't go to the hospital soon enough. Mm. So unfortunately, I became paralyzed because my electrolytes were so low that I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. So I had to be carried to a nursing station. There was no hospital in that area of Thailand. And pump full of antibiotics to save my life, which oh, caused, boy. unfortunately, post-infectious colitis, which caused arthritis and bursitis. So I became an expert in pain. And then I decided on a one strike of my my partner at the time kind of holding my face in his hands. He said, Julie, what are you going to do to heal? And I just was realizing I had to do something drastic. Yes. Because he was really hot, and I didn't want to lose him, to be quite frank. (laughs) (laughs) And he's now your husband. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And I decided that's it. I was just going to dedicate every single minute to to healing and read everything I could and delved into the topic at such a level that that's what became 
meals that heal inflammation. And it has hundreds and hundreds of published studies to explain how food can both cause inflammation and how healing foods can help to quench the fire of inflammation. And I know with your audience that so many people, about one third of people are facing down chronic pain. And that's why I think the book resonates with so many people. And I'm here to say 2020 is the year (laughs) for you to have a total breakthrough in your health. That's so fantastic. Can we demystify the word inflammation? Sure. Because you write that inflammation is the number one reason that an individual connects with their healthcare practitioner Mm -hmm. for all of the conditions. And you said some of them, but arthritis, gastritis, colitis, dermatitis, there always seems to be an itis on the end of it, right? I know, you could build a rap song from every itis that exists because they all rhyme. Arthritis, bursitis, colitis, diabetes, I know, it's nuts. Lose it and get meals that heal. Exactly. So I really think people have to consider that inflammation is the body's emergency healing response. And it happens when you have one of four triggers that I like to call the four eyes. If you have an infection like I had, if you have an irritation from food allergies or toxins, or if you have a major imbalance in your hormones, like that's why so many ladies in their 50s who have hormonal imbalance as they hit menopause will have a trigger. Yes. Uh, nutritional imbalances as well will really cause that. And of course, Garden variety uh, injuries, like twisting your ankle, that yes. becomes a chronic injury if you don't resolve it. Yes. So those are the four underlying causes. Resolve the underlying cause a lot with the food that you eat, and you can truly heal inflammation permanently. That's so unbelievable. I, I want to go back to, to the six main causes of inflammation. You mm-hmm. say toxicity, infection, allergy, nutritional deficiency, injury, and even emotional trauma. Yes. That's one thing I should say is that not just physical injury, but emotional injury, which is where trauma, the root of trauma, is when we have these these insults that happen to us and they take they, they become so deeply part of us. And just recently, science has proven that emotional pain becomes physical pain. Yes. And so it's so important for us to resolve post-traumatic stress. I personally love yoga, and we connect on that, (laughs) like doing some very deep resolution of trauma and letting go of all that anger and upset is such a huge part of healing. So thank you for that. Trauma-informed yoga, actually at the studio that I've been studying to become an instructor, 889 Yoga does a beautiful trauma-informed yoga Mm. um, teaching, but also classes that are just wonderful. Even the language you use, you have to be careful about the language you use Mm -hmm. when you're teaching a class like this and and, and receiving it, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. Um, I want to ask you, in the book, you also write that purportedly cancer spread is accelerated by inflammation. And so knowing that we can potentially prevent and do something about this is very empowering information. Can you elaborate on that? Mm -hmm. I mean, unfortunately, one in three people will get cancer in their lifetime. One in nine women will get breast cancer. So we can do a lot to change your epigenetics. So the great news is think of your genes as a loaded gun. And your lifestyle pulls the trigger or not. Hmm. So you have you have your genetic lot, but you really do play a huge role in how that plays out. So just to empower people that you can switch off that terrible inflammation that can potentiate the growth of cancer. And one of the, the great empowering tools that we can use is by just avoiding one big baddie. And what is it? White sugar. 
Sugar. If we can just replace Sugars, yeah. white sugar, yeah. yes. we know that's the biggest driver of cancer cell growth. So much so that when we do cancer scans now, they do PET scans because cancer eats sugar so dramatically mm. that when they do a radioactive tracer of can- of sugar, mm. they can trace cancer and how metabolically active it is. So if we cut all sugar out of the menu, which is why... Even wine? Like even the sugar in wine? (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to give up wine, Julia? so funny. Well, do try to go dry if you want wine, um, because there's some very dry wines that are not sugary at all anymore. So there you go. I'm going to give you always a substitution or the least harmful version of something, something. because I know that everyone needs to live and everyone has to have a good time. Does this include breads and pasta? and the sugar mm. and all of those things. Well, thank you so much because white flour breaks down to white sugar in your mouth in about 30 seconds. Okay. The glycemic index on white flour is 95. So it turns into sugar so fast that it is ideal to eliminate those. But the good news is I am, I'm rapidly coming up with recipes that taste so good. I brought some of them for you today. I'd love to see them. I, I know the <laughs> listeners would love to hear about them too. Absolutely. I decided to bring oh. you a whole bunch of sugar-free treats wow. for the New Year so that you could have all the fun you're used to without any of the harm. These are all sugar-free. They're made with monk fruit sweetener for the most part, which has no calories. It's 200 to 300 times sweeter than sugar, but anti-inflammatory, and it tastes heavenly. If I could pick one for you that I think is particularly good, do you see those little... Things that look like Timbits. Those little, these little Yeah, ones? they're called oh. Linbits. Oh, <laughs> After my sister. Oh, that's so neat. They, they taste fantastic. I really like them. Mm. You see how they've got like the chocolate and the salt and like that really I can't balanced. believe there's no sugar. They no taste sugar. Mm. Good. I love this one. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad you like it. Thank and you. I just wanted to give you a oh. lot of love because you are so, <laughs> you're such an amazing presence. I was like, I'm gifting her the gift of the new year. Thank you. Those are so great. <laughs> I want to keep eating, but I have to wait till after of the course, show. Of course, of course. But they're yummy. <laughs> what is the link between glucose and aging? Sure. I love this. Oh my goodness. I get so excited explaining it. <laughs> Did you know that the actual acronym for sugar attacking your cells is called advanced glycation end products or age for short? Wow. So literally sugar ages you on a cellular level. And it does that by wrecking the communication between the cells and actually aging it. So unfortunately, it doesn't work correctly. And when things are glycated, you end up having cataracts in your eyes. Mm. You end up with arthritis in your joints. You end up with a lot of um, arthrosclerosis in your arteries, and you end up with weathering of your skin. Yes. So people with very high blood sugar will notice that their skin ages faster. Yes. So that's the direct connection between sugar, flour, and aging. It's totally worthwhile giving up sugar. Can we go back to these Linbits for a minute? Because I'm really <laughs> loving them. Uh, just a question. What goes into these little Linbits? And what, what book, where can we find the recipe? Well, what's so exciting is I am working on my fourth book. Of course. I'm just, oh, I just amazing. can't stop writing. I love it so much. So the next book will be completely sugar-free and flour-free. There will be no white, su- white flour, white sugar at all. So this book, uh, which is to be named, um, I'm working furiously on, and I can't wait to to bring it to fruition. So those will be coming up. I just wanted you to have a first oh, taste of them. I'm telling you, yeah. they're fantastic. Honestly, they're Thanks, really, honey. really so yeah. fantastic. What do you say to our listeners who eat for comfort versus eating to heal? Oh, I love that question. Well, I'm actually an eating psychology coach because I realized 
that you have to get to why you're eating what you're eating, not just what you're eating. Because I can tell you to the cows come home what menu plan to follow. <laughs> but are you going to follow through? There's a big gap between what you know to do and what you end up doing. And I have to help you close the gap by getting to the why. There's always a payoff for why we eat something. It might be that you're comforted. It might be that you feel love of your grandmother. It might be that you feel uh, significant when you sort of have that that treat because you feel you deserve it. You know, there's a lot of those of underlying reasons. So we need to kind of do a diary entry and really meditate on why are we eating the way we yes. eat. And then we have to get to a bigger reason. So the, the reason to heal has to trump the reason to treat. And instead of feeling Sorry, the reason to cheat. Right. I will say there's <laughs> treats. You can have all the treats you want. I'm going to build you so many treats that are flour-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, you oh name it. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, so you can have treats. We right. just don't want to have the cheats. When people say, let's have a cheat day once a week, you can derail yourself for a week right. with that cheat, day. that cheat day. But if you give yourself tons of treats and have lots of joy and lots of fun, I think the biggest reason why people keep going back to sugar is they don't know how good sugar-free can taste. Right. So if you can have a ton of substitutions that taste amazing, there's no need to rely on what hurts you. So is fruit okay? Fruit is incredibly important because it is one of our original deep satisfaction tools. And there's some fruit that's extremely healthy and healing. Look at berries. They're jammed, packed, especially blueberries with those anthrocyanins yes. that have powerful anti-inflammatory healing benefits. Everything from improving your memory, improving scholastic scores, to actually preventing stomach ulcers and even bladder infections. Blueberries do so many things. But blueberries are very low on the glycemic index. Right. What we really want to focus on moving away from is fruit juice that pulls all the fiber and all the vitamins out and just leaves you with a clear fluid that does spike your blood sugar. So you can have fruit as long as it's a whole form and in the right dosage. <laughs> what would be the perfect day of eating for Julie Daniel? Oh like, like not a day where you're just rushing and you can't really eat your, but on a day where you have the ability to prepare, you know, in, in, a, in a reasonable fashion, mm -hmm. what would it look like from morning till night? Oh, you're so sweet. I would love to start my day with a beautiful stir fry or a wonderful omelet that has jammed full of produce. Because if you start your day with three or four servings of produce, you automatically feel awesome because you're so alkaline nice. that you have a lot more energy. You have a lot more mental focus. So definitely give yourself that high mineral food. So I love you know, collapsing a huge bed of spinach. You know how you can have three cups of spinach and yes, it becomes like half so a small, cup. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So instead of having eggs benedict on huge loaf of, of English muffin, I just like with collapse. Cream. Exactly. <laughs> I just collapse a whole bunch down. And then I would poach some eggs with some homemade hollandaise mm. sauce. And I have even a faux hollandaise sauce, mm. which is just so nummy. And put that on there. And then I would absolutely love to have some beautiful fruit salad. And I even make this really funny fruit salad called painted fruit, <laughs> where I put some nut butter and some spirulina, which is one of the world's richest sources oh. of vitamin B for energy. And I paint the fruit that way and then just devour that and have those treats where you're you're feeling like you're going into your day just with that rocket fuel you deserve. Rocket fuel. You're flooding your body with vitamins and nutrients and yes. feel-good energy. And you Got don't it. require these other things that are not good for you. Do you believe in... 
Do you believe in smoothies? Do you find smoothies to be a healthy sort of way to start the day? Well, what I have done recently is gone for low-carb smoothies so I can save my carbs for later in the day. So I start my day with a key lime pie smoothie with avocado and monk fruit. (laughs) So that is just so delicious and gives you all that good avocado, which is jam full of vitamin B6, which balances your hormones, ladies. So you definitely want that. Helps you clear the estrogen out of your system. And I just absolutely love uh, a coffee version of that. So my next book, I'm also going to have a coffee smoothie that is going to be heavenly. I promise. (laughs) You're going to be like, what? You just didn't know you could have that much energy. So is coffee okay? Coffee is okay as long as it's fair trade and organic. Please make sure it's organic because did you know that uh, regular conventional coffee is the second most sprayed plant in the world, second only to cotton. So it's very high in pesticides, but certified organic coffee that's freshly roasted actually helps you type faster, helps to slow down the potential of you having type 2 diabetes. So it does have some health benefits as long as it's all natural. What is the gist very briefly of the book Hot Detox? Because I know it's done so well, it's gone into another printing. Mm. It's a 21-day anti-inflammatory program to heal your gut and cleanse your body. What do you say about that book? What 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 was your is your greatest take home from that book? From that book, I want you to warm up your food in the winter. When you start January, so many people go to frozen cold smoothies and they go to seriously cold juice cleanses and it chills their core and they feel cold. Just try warming up everything. I brought you some broth to try. Mm. You know, bone broth is such a lovely thing. Mm. Putting in the good veggies, pureeing that. I call them soupies instead of smoothies <laughs> because nice. they're soup smoothies nice. and they're savory and they get you away from all the sugar, sugar, sugar. Because a lot of these um, unfortunate shakes can sport 50 grams of carbs. So definitely move to those low carb smoothies. That sounds so incredible. What For most people sticking to an eating and nutrition plan is very challenging and they fall off the wagon. Do you have any tips and techniques for how we can really stick to a healthy eating plan, start off on the right foot in 2020? I think a big piece is that before you cut out anything, I want you to go out and find 10 foods that are extremely healthy and healing so that you have your whole thing lined up because people fall off when they have when they feel like they're in diet prison. Yes. Let's get rid of the diet altogether. Yes. Break you out of diet prison and have you embrace the live it where you have so many delicious substitutions that you make it an amazing lifestyle. Wonderful. And all these books can help you do that. The Hot Detox and, of course, the Meals That Heal Inflammation and also the Slimming Meals That Heal Inflammation, which is so fabulous. What is Sheer Bliss for Julie Daniluk? Sheer Bliss is connecting over a static food and enjoying an ex- outrageous adventure, <laughs> like free diving. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have to add to my sheer bliss list is this, this these um, Lynn bits. They really are fantastic. <laughs> I love them. And I'm Thank so you. thankful that you brought them. And I want to wish you a very happy 2020 and would love you to come back anytime because you're terrific. That. You're so Thank amazing. You, We're going to go to a short commercial break. And when we come back, we will be joined by Haley Borden, celebrity fitness trainer and creator of Pilates Size, the popular workout regime back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility center for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. 
In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. Hi, everyone. We are back with international fitness and health expert Haley Borden, who is the creator of Palatisize, a total body conditioning workout. She has trained celebrities such as the Rolling Stones and professional athletes, such as the Toronto Blue Jays, PGA golfers, pro squash players, and well-known tennis players. Haley is a motivational speaker and has written many fitness articles for newspapers and magazines. She is a certified Pilates and yoga instructor, so cool, personal trainer, natural health nutritionist, and spinning and aqua fitness instructor. She is a former faculty member of Ryerson University, where she taught Pilates as part of the body movement curriculum for the drama degree program. Haley has completed marathons, and triathlons in cities across North America. She thrives on extreme adventure sports and includes skydiving, race car driving, motocross, and scuba diving. Haley, welcome to Finding Your Bliss. No, thank you for having me. Happy New Year and happy birthday because it was just your birthday. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thank you. What is the best way, Haley, for us to get started, especially for someone who hasn't been active for years and doesn't have any idea of where to begin? So what I do is I use the exercise ball. And the best non-exercise exercise you could do is just sit on this exercise ball because you're engaging your core and you're putting your body in a position where you're not slouching in the chair. Like if you're at an office chair, you're able to lean on your elbow and slouch. And that's like one step for anyone that's just starting to get this ball to start sitting on it. And then gradually work into a routine of what I do with the ball and the yoga and Pilates. It's called Pilates size. And I incorporate all these different modalities into a workout. And anyone could start at any time at any age. That is so fantastic. So I'm thinking you could be watching TV and sitting on the ball. You could be listening to Zoomer Radio podcasts on your, that on your right. computer on <laughs> zoomerradio.ca podcast. And you could actually be doing something else and getting the wonderful benefits of exercise at the same time. That it's is a two am- for one. That's so amazing <laughs> that you invented this. Yeah. If someone can't afford a gym membership or a personal trainer, what type of workout program? I guess you're going to say this. Well, this, this yes, mm-hmm. it's it's very inexpensive. You don't need a lot of room. You just need enough to lay down a yoga mat, put your ball, which is a big exercise ball that you could sit on. And I use my exercise band, which I have right here. I love this. And you told me a really cool thing before the show that you use this band with Moses Neimer at a very cool event. Do you want to tell us about that? So at Idea City Conference, I was on stage in front of 500 people with Moses demonstrating both of us exercises like I'll just show you because basically the audience was in the um in their chairs and we just sat on the chair brought up the band and did an exercise with our arms 
right here, you're doing a bicep curl. That's fantastic. So I travel with this band. Wherever I go in the world, this band comes with me. I have no excuse anywhere, anytime I could be doing exercises. And I have a whole series of different exercises from your whole entire body that you could just do with this one little band. That's so fantastic. And I love that your business card is on it and it's so gorgeous. So you could do this literally at the airport while you're waiting. If your flight is delayed, you could do this in your hotel room. And anywhere in the world. On the beach. I have videos on my uh, Instagram, uh, Haley Borden, Toronto. Uh, It's doing demonstrations of this all over the world. So wherever I go, it comes with me. And I I always post an exercise with it. That's so amazing. And you gave it to all of our crew. So thank you very much to all of our staff. And how can people get this band? It's wonderful. So I... um, I have, uh, you could email me, Haley at Pilatesize.com and, um, spell it out, spell it out for us. P-I-L-A-T-E-C-I-Z-E.com. And Haley is H-A-L-E-Y. H-A-L-E-Y. Oh my and my gosh. last name is Borden, B-O-R-D-E-N. That's so fantastic. So they could Google that as well. Thank you so much for, for this great gift. Yeah. I'm so excited to try it. How did you get started in the fitness industry, Haley? So uh, many years ago, I was out of shape, uh, going through a divorce, um, overweight, partying way too much, and I had to make some healthier choices. I had a young child. My daughter now is 29. So at the time, I said, I need to make some real changes in my life, healthy changes. And um, it it actually put me on the quest for this journey of fitness and health on my own, all on my own. I was in a different uh, business. And uh, everyone kept saying to me, what are you doing? And it started to really click that I love helping people and I love helping them achieve the results in health and fitness and also in just challenging themselves because I am an extreme person that loves to go out and have adventures. And I love bringing people along and telling people, come with me and enjoy this. You have an opportunity in life and live it. So I love to live life. Yeah, That's so great because this is such a great bliss story of you utilized all of your unique talents and capabilities, like the fact that you're very sporty and you're also quite a daredevil. You participate in extreme adventure sports such as skydiving, race car driving. What motivates you to do this? I said if you weren't engaged because I saw your beautiful engagement ring and I know you have someone fabulous in your life, you'd be the perfect contestant on The Bachelor. You could do all of those amazing activities. <laughs> I, I don't even know. My family always asks me, where do you come from? Because I'm the only one that has totally loves to live on the edge, loves traveling to all different cultures all over the world. Every place that I go, I always find an extreme adventure to do. So I'm always looking for that. And that truly is my bliss. It brings me happiness. I love knowing that I've explored all possibilities of life and living to the fullest. Are you able to work out with your daughter? Does she have, share your passion for the she, extreme sports? She de- Well, I wouldn't say she shares the passion for the extreme sports, but she does love the yoga and Pilates size. And we do the, uh, all our fitness together. She has gone skydiving. She has gone scuba diving. She has taken, I have taken her motocrossing. So she has done some stuff. Not all the time does she love doing it because growing up, she didn't really have a choice. But now she's 29 and she says, you know what, mom? I don't think I'm going to do this right now. (laughs) You're fine on your own to go skydiving again. I've done it once. I'm done. (laughs) Haley, do you really not get nervous when you skydive? Like just before you're jumping? Is there a little moment? I love that. See, I love that um, adrenaline 
it feeling that yes. you you know some people get nervous going on stage or doing things. I like feeling that in my body, and then I'm just like, yes, you're pumped. You're like pumped I, to I go feel for it. alive. <laughs> That's so fantastic. I love that. What type of routine do you suggest for weight loss after 50? Because let's face it, when you're 20, mm-hmm. I, I remember when I was 20, which was, you know, a few weeks ago now, <laughs> I could just go on a, <laughs> in your head. You're still 20, right? And that's the most important thing. You're always 20 in your head. Your spirit never <laughs> ages, right? But I, on a weekend, I remember I would think, oh, I just want to lose five pounds this weekend and just, and, and you could do it. But at 50, it's not that yes. simple. So what type of routine do you suggest for weight loss and fitness after 50. Well, I'm 55 since I just turned had my birthday and uh, it's keeping to a routine of implementing it into your lifestyle. So you can't just say I'm on a diet because that doesn't work and it's really making a conscious effort to work out 3 to 4 times a week. Um, with a, a well-balanced of cardio and what I do is Pilates. So I, I have a well-balanced different modalities of all these fitness and um, sticking to having, if you can't do it on your own, having the somebody that if it's a buddy, a friend that you could be accountable to, if you can't hire a trainer, at least there's somebody saying, did you do your exercise today? Have you done you know, what you were supposed to do this week. Um, and that actually, when somebody hires a trainer, they keep them accountable through throughout their program. Does it help to have Fitbits or to follow on your phone and to try to aim for 10,000 steps? I just heard of someone who aims for thirty to 40,000 steps and is an older person. That's great. So, yes. and, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do, do you find that that's motivating and that's helpful to have those accoutrements to help you on the journey? Anything that helps anyone. I have a an, an Apple Watch and I use it for my fitness. That's the main thing that I got it for. And it shows your accountability and how many, if you program it into a certain amount that you'll do. So whatever works works for anyone. That's what I suggest um, having them do. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. How important is fitness as we age? Very important. So as we age, we lose flexibility and it's really important as also as women, um, our bone density um, over 50. So working with a band and there's different strengths of these bands that you could... Should uh, I try something with the band? Sure. I'd love for you. Do you want to teach me? So okay, this is so fun. So put the band underneath. Should I get up and show you, or no, do no, I have no. to be okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So put the band under your feet. Under, under so both you're going to step on the band. Put both your feet uh, right. under the band, so it's nice and supportive. So that when you pull under it the up, heels, okay. under your heels, and you're going to hold the band so it comes out exactly like that, up, up where your thumbs are. Yeah. And you could grab down the band to adjust the uh, intensity strength. and the yes. strength. And then you're going to inhale, exhale, and bring your arms up right up to your <sighs> shoulders there. And then you want to hold it up. To there to feel that that it's in. like a row that's yeah. intense and then wow. if you want to intensify this you bring your arms in and then you bring your arms out and that works more of your head of the bicep muscle you that's inhale fantastic. you come down you exhale you come up and then you come in and out <laughs> and so there's a whole little routine that you could do for your arms for your legs standing for your balance and as we age our balance goes and especially living in Canada it's in the winter uh, you uh, got to watch for that black ice and absolutely challenging yourself with balance and the ball brings that um, element of balance because it's balance and coordination when you're on the ball uh, into someone who's an older person worried about their balance. 
And this will build the strength. That's so good. Yeah. I was actually feeling that. Like that that's was great. That's great. And there's crazy. a whole bunch. Like I have so many different exercises. Oh, that's just one. I want to do more. And it goes more. from head to toe that you could do this. Those are fantastic. That's so great. What type of program do you suggest for women who have entered perimenopause or menopause? I can't yeah. even say menopause. I'm <laughs> Whatever one of them. <laughs> <laughs> We're there. What do you okay. recommend for those people? So again, weight-bearing exercises like the band, um, challenging with your balancing, uh, like the ball, using the ball, and cardio to uh, burn fat. That's fantastic. Yeah. We've been discussing New Year's resolutions on the show, Haley, and often they don't work because it's hard for most people to stay motivated. Here we are. It's January 4th. But by the 12th or the 17th, people start to fall off their plans. What's a great way to stick to a plan or what do you suggest to those people? Well, like I said before, if you're uh, if you have a buddy that you sign up with, it gives you accountability. So if you can't hire a trainer, at least you have somebody that's accountable that you're making the date to work out. And it's finding the time whenever that is to fit it into your lifestyle and making it part of your life. It's not just something that you're going to do on a weekend. It is part of your life as it just breathing is going to the washroom. You got to put that in as a workout time for yourself. Would you say even 20 minutes a day, a 20 20 minute walk is a great place to start, right? It's, It's a beginning. Taking the stairs. There's always alternatives to doing Parking, fitness. parking farther away, yes. all that stuff. What was it like to train celebrities such as the Rolling Stones? I know that you trained the Rolling Stones and their entourage. You've actually been to Mick Jagger's home. Yes. You've met him and to Keith Richards. So tell me about Mick Jagger. That was quite the surreal experience. I went to Mick Jagger's house, trained his bodyguard, talked to Mick Jagger a few times. I had an all-access pass to see them rehearse, talking just as we're talking to you. I was wow. talking to Keith Richards' uh, wife, trained her, um, went to his house for dinner four times. Um, was it a good dinner? It was. Yeah, they, they catered. It was an Italian dinner. They called it the Meatball Fest Sunday, Meatball Uh, Ronnie Wood's house, um, his daughter and his wife at the time. So it it was quite surreal. And they are a great bunch of people that that I was very blessed and grateful to to be fortunate to have that experience. That's so fun. What about... What about the Toronto Blue Jays? I know we're, we're, we're closing soon, yes. but I just want to hear a quick thing on the Toronto Blue Jays. That was a great experience as well. I was at spring training camp, training all the trainers, training the whole team. Uh, so that was a really fun, great experience too, to, to so, have that. In so awesome. What's bliss for you, Haley? Just briefly, what is sheer bliss for you? I love traveling around the world, doing my Pilates size, wherever I, it may be, doing extreme sports and living life to the fullest. It sounds like you do exactly that. You just yeah. look like you're a person who embraces life, loves life, is passionate about what you do, and it's passionate back towards you, which is so fantastic. Thanks. I want to wish you a very happy new year and a very happy birthday. And thank you so much for being on the program today. We'd love you to come back sometime. Oh, I would love to. And uh, be one of our regular fitness people. You're terrific. Thank you, Haley Borden. Thanks to personal development coach Jenny Triansky and best-selling author and leading nutritionist Julie Danilek. Thank you all for being here for our New Year's show and wishing you all a wonderful, happy, healthy, fit, and blissful 2020. As Martin Luther King once said, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. And as always, we will close the show out with a meditation. And here is one all about starting fresh this year. So if you're driving, please pull over, turn off your ignition, recline back and enjoy. And take a deep breath. (laughs) 
sit or lie down in a comfortable position and gently close your eyes. Take in a deep breath in through your nose and breathe out, letting go of everything that is no longer serving you. Imagine a blackboard with the numbers one to five, and with each new number, you are becoming more relaxed and serene. When you see number one, you are feeling very relaxed. Two, deeper levels of relaxation being achieved. Three, sinking deeper into a state of tranquility and calm. Four, feeling serene and calm. And five, deep levels of relaxation being achieved and deep feelings of calm coming over you more and more. Bring your attention back to your breath by taking in another deep breath and breathe out, enjoying the feeling of lightness and peace. And imagine how much happier you will feel when you let go of this behavior that no longer serves you. Create an intention to bring a new habit or behavior into the new year. And when you are ready, open your eyes, wiggle your fingers and toes, stretch and yawn, and feel good that you have taken this special first step in self-care. For all of us here at Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Liebrach, reminding you all to take one step closer to finding your bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.